you're listening to the Skill Flex Capsule. Hello and welcome to the Skill Flex Capsule. Joining us today is Mihir. He's currently working as the Associate Director of Business Development for the Influencer Commerce Vertical at the Good Creator Co., which is part of the Good Glam Group. He comes with over six years of experience across sales, business development, and marketing. Previously, he's worked with companies like Bulbul and Baijus. Thank you so much, Mihir, for joining us today. Thank you so much, Ikmut, for a lovely introduction. Mihir, you've spent the last five years at least actively working with companies to manage their customer relations, to manage their lead generation, to ensure that they're you know on track with business development. Through all of that, I'm sure you've seen a bit of a shift when it comes to the way we sell today, right? Like modern yeah, selling in general has yeah. changed significantly. Uh, before I get to like asking you any questions, could you just like shed some light in terms of like what has changed? And do you think there is a requirement for a different skill set? in the market today yeah absolutely i think i think the way we have started selling products it, it is not a one-size-fits-all approach plus the given i mean in the given context of good creator co you need to have these tailored plans suitable to every create uh, every brand so i think uh, i think if in, in terms of shift and i think the skill sets that may be required for consultative selling would primarily revolve around say relationship building for example, just out of after coming out of the meeting or the room, do you feel that are you are you an extension of the marketing team for the brand? Uh, you you need to establish trust, build strong and long term relations, and possibly demonstrate that you have the brand's best interest in place. So I think relationship building is important. You need to be an active listener. I think understanding what they are saying. You should ask clarifying questions. Maybe state an example to confirm and uh, demonstrate their needs. Another important thing is problem solving. So when you truly and fully understand the client's problem is when you come back to them with a more creative and effective solution. I think modern selling and consultative selling, I mean, although it requires you to understand the client's problem, but if that is coupled with a solid product knowledge, I think you essentially walk the talk. So what you're essentially saying is that in modern selling, you require it to be way more transparent, authentic. It requires you to engage with the client a little more. Is that something that you think was not happening earlier or just the way it's implemented has changed? No, I think uh, the way it has been implemented, that has changed drastically. I think there's a lot of awareness in terms of the kind of products that are now available in the market to sell, etc. So we are slowly seeing a gradual shift that is happening on how how processes were earlier structured. And now, now according to me, I feel processes are more agile on the go. So I think there's a transition in the way things are now getting sold. Do you think your selling is also very, you know, driven by what you need to achieve in terms of targets? Do you think that that sometimes narrows your vision? And if you can just like uh, maybe elaborate a little bit on what kind of metrics matter to you mm -hmm. and how you basically reverse engineer from that. So see, uh, I think sales or business development of any shape or form eventually boils down to the North Star metric, which is revenue. On layman terms, you call them dhanda. Dhanda kitna likyaar. So, uh, then, and, and the, the other metrics are essentially extension of revenue. So, how much you're able to upsell, cross-sell. Uh, are you able to retain the clients month on month? Uh, and 
I think the most important thing is what what has been the impact of that sale to the client. So uh, I think in terms of reverse engineering, I think we at GCC have a very strong feedback loop where we proactively ask clients for analytics report, for helping us understand uh, what worked, what did not work, and how we could do this better. So I think it's more of a collaborative uh, journey rather than just selling and my job is done. No, I think selling is it's more of a relationship building. You know, when you're managing a team that does that, right, day in and day out and is mm-hmm. talking to clients and specifically when, um, you know, your experience with a client is what typically dictates your business metric, how do you then as someone who is leading a team that does that, Ensure that your team is doing their job correctly. So this will mainly depend on multiple factors. I think company size, industry, stage of the company. So for example, say Bajaj Finance, a fairly big company with processes in place. They're more structured and maybe they have a set playbook. However, in our context, when the company is more lean, young, I believe the learning is more on the job, agile. And I think equipping them with the right skill sets when you hire someone, month one is mainly about understanding the processes, helping them develop those skills. I think we do, when when I hire someone, I think uh, I do look for intent. If that person has, need not have that industry experience, but, but knows how to sell. So you mentioned a list of skills in the beginning that yeah. you feel are absolutely critical to ensuring that you do your job well, right? Mm-hmm. How do you then uh, A, gauge that the person you're hiring for this role has those skills and B, ensure that in due course of time, you're able to develop these skills in those teams? So I think uh, on how you gauge those skills, I think uh, interviews, of course, uh, there's enough and more conversations about their past work experience, etc. But I think uh, when when we talk about consultatives, I think uh, important factor is problem solving. And I think that is uh, that is when we we proactively ask candidates to uh, solve certain case studies. This helps us understand essentially what is the thought process that they take us through while solving a case study. This kind of helps us get more insights on the candidates, the way he or she thinks, and kind of makes us see. I think the answer there is no right or wrong in that answer. But how you reach to the answer is what matters. And I think that is what we look. Because when you talk to the clients, everyone has different needs, right? And I think the way we pitch ourselves, the way we tailor our answers is what matters. And I think uh, that is a key metric or key uh, point that we look at when hiring people. In the industry, there's a lot of talk about using technology to ensure that people are better equipped. I do want to ask you how you can leverage that technology to actually equip your team. But before that, I want to understand, are there any points of friction when it comes to actually ensuring that your teams are learning on the go and are Mm -hmm. just up to date? Is there any form of friction you face when you're trying to get them to learn? You need to be very conscious and mindful of a person's current state of mind i mean my employee's current state of mind if he or she is demotivated they're finding the job mundane if there's a fear of failure of course there will be then some frictions that 
when it comes to learning and i think you can bridge this gap by having regular conversations with the team i think communication is very is is key and i think workplace with a fairly flat structure further promotes conversations and open dialogue this kind of builds trust between the team open dialogue or candid conversation is essentially a key to a healthy uh, mix of team yeah with a lot of technology coming in today a lot of people feel that uh, you know it's easier to learn and equip teams and you mentioned that your teams primarily learn on the job in that format do you think that using technology you can actually implement any form of formal uh, or structured training using technology or do you think that is something that will still take some time to implement because people don't adopt it very quickly i am I'm a strong believer that technology will always play a key or integral part in all facets of life i think covid was a brilliant example for a digital adoption we we have these quarterly kra sheet where we we have set agendas in terms of set goal targets for each individual i am personally looking forward to understanding what technology interventions hold true and how it can essentially benefit us as employers to elevate the team's performance i think that that's a win win for for both of us right so i think adoption of technology would be very very important while we evaluate teams how that will happen i think i am still unsure but i do see that happening soon where do you think we're headed i'm sure there is some form of upskilling that you do on your level as well but also some form of upskilling that you promote within your team at this point of time where is that mostly situated like how do you do that up form of upskilling is it something that's done in form of just incentives or people are doing it on a personal level see i think incentives still will uh, always hold a big share of motivation for uh, for employees to perform better i think but as a leader you need to play to each individual strength but also envision a role to help them grow so i think celebrating big wins with them and giving credit where it's due this is essentially helps in building a positive workplace right in terms of typical strain structure i think yes uh, when you link their uh, payout to incentives i think this this adds as a solid uh, motivation for sales people to excel well in their career if you zoom out of this picture how do you see this uh, evolve in terms of you know really developing customer facing teams do you think this is something that has a clear path that's laid out for it for the future or do you think it's something that will be evolving as we go naturally it would be evolving because sales as a structure i feel personally cannot go by a playbook yes there are there there, there are certain point to say one two three you'll have to do these but i think the way we do like go about those, doing those things will naturally evolve technology will will play a huge role uh in pivoting this shift thank you so much meher for joining us for this conversation it was nice talking to you ignore as well thank you so much for having me on the podcast thank you that's all for now thank you for tuning in to the skill flex capsule in order to catch every new episode that comes out go click on the follow button on our podcast page